escort to Greyhound. You will now be out of range of air cover for the next five days. How many crossings does this make? This was my first. I got some. Most likely a U-boat. He's trying to slip under us! Fire! That is the new Tom Hanks movie, and it will be streaming as of tomorrow. Gets its uh, release on Apple TV. Uh, it is called Greyhound, and boy, that trailer looks super exciting. Big change for Tom Hanks, who we just saw in the role of Mr. Rogers, to the role of uh, a naval commander, and he's battling U-boats on the in World War II. Gordon Lacko is technical advisor and naval consultant. He's worked on over 60 films, including Master and Commander. He served 11 years as an officer in the Royal Canadian Navy, and uh, he's worked on the film with Tom Hanks. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Gordon. Thanks for being here. Hi, Kelly. So uh, well, I guess one of the the most important questions uh, that we ask is, what, what is this film all about, Greyhound? Is it is it based on a true story? Uh, well, it's based on on a number of true stories. Uh, the script itself was adapted by uh, by Tom Hanks from C.S. Forrester's novel, The, the Good Shepherd. Uh, that book was published right after World War II, and uh, uh, C.S. Forrester, of course, was famous for the Horatio Hornblower series of uh, historical fiction books. But he was very well qualified to write about the Battle of the Atlantic because during those war years. He was the Royal Navy's uh, envoy or public affairs representative in Washington, helping the Americans understand the war. So he took a number of stories and put them together and made the novel, and that novel is the inspiration for our story. In the course of working uh, with uh, with Mr. Hanks over the, the months we were shooting the film and, and the pre-production days as well, he commented to me that he had an interest in doing another World War II film where he could play a commander. But he's too old. He's the same age as me. And then someone gave him a copy of The Good Shepherd, uh, first edition. And there on the cover is a man with white hair on the bridge of the destroyer. And that seized his imagination. And once he'd read the book, he, uh, he realized there was an important story there. It's about a man who's too old, who's thrown into a situation where he has to cope and learn fast. Yeah, boy, I think this is something that a lot of people can relate to, especially, I mean, I'm sure this wasn't planned, but with the pandemic, we've all had to pivot. We've all had to uh, try and, and and take some of the skill sets that we have and get used to unusual situations that could be life or death situations. We're out of our element. We're, we're out of our depths. One of the things that we heard in the trailer was Tom Hanks, and they asked, how many crossings is this for you? Um, and he said, this is my first one. And uh, yeah, right. in the scene, what you don't see on the radio is everybody in the in the ship's hall with them just look like what? Yeah, that, that's an important story point. Uh, there's uh, there's a Canadian warship in the story, uh, the fictitious Corvette HMCS Dodge, who we actually scanned uh, uh, the real Corvette HMCS Sackville in, ha- in Halifax uh, to get her right. Uh, she's she's been fighting this war for three years, as have the other allies. This is the first time an American warship has taken an active official role in the defense of a convoy. And through an accident of rank, Hanks's character is in command of these far more experienced British, Polish, and Canadian naval officers. He's got to lead them, but he doesn't know how yet. But uh, he finds a way. As a technical advisor and historian 
on a feast, you know, on World War II. I mean, we people were there. People can say, okay, well, actually, that that's not right. Uh, you know, it's it's relatively recent history when you consider history. What was your job on it? Well, my job was uh, uh, multifaceted. Uh, early on, uh, my first assignment was to take the script and the book beside me on my desk, where I'm sitting here right now, actually, in, in Midland, Ontario, and <clears throat> draw charts showing the movements of all the ships. So the computer compositors who were creating the convoy and the actions in the cyber world knew where these ships should be. So I would plot courses and speeds and look for clues in the uh, in the book about what the ships were doing. So when we got to filming, the actors standing on the set would know where to look when they were pointing at a burning tanker or at an aircraft approaching. Uh, that was uh, pretty exciting work. We also tuned the, the language in the script, and uh, that's where things, uh, I guess, get more, more interesting sometimes. My job is to show productions where the true path is, as far as we understand it. Uh, think of that as the, as the train tracks going down the center of a, of a cut. And the director then makes decisions, sometimes to go left and right, right of what we know the true facts are in order to help tell the story. And sometimes I, uh, I can pound the table and say, I think we're taking a big risk showing it that way. And other times I say, yes, I understand we have to have to help the, the audience keep up with us. It's an so you're talking about very dynamic process. You're talking about literal and figurative truths here, because literally you're telling actors which direction to uh, to uh, look in, and figuratively you're saying, yeah, but is this is this in line with the story? That's right. It, it's uh, it's both the, uh, the the big picture and uh, and also something as uh, as meat and potatoes as directing a, a young man with a pole standing on the uh, in the studio with a cardboard sign on the top on which I scribbled the name of a particular ship that's in the story. And then standing beside the director with a with a, a sextant held sideways to measure the angle and say, "Okay, Charlie, uh, that ship bears zero nine eight degrees off the starboard bow. That means you look in this direction, and then we adjust the height of the pole so that it looks like he's looking at the horizon." <laughs> Fascinating, and you have to do that a lot with CGI, and and really CGI has come such a long way. It, it, it has, uh, but there, there's, uh, there's an interface between the real world and the CGI world, and uh, actually the modern Canadian Navy figures in that too. We uh, had remarkable uh, participation from the Royal Canadian Navy insofar as they uh, allowed us to put a, a, a film crew aboard HMCS Montreal, one of our frigates, in, in January of uh, 2018 to go to sea and film waves of a fast ship doing maneuvers in bad weather. And the North Atlantic performed well. Apparently, our film crew were seasick most of the time. But the, uh, in the movie, when you see waves or uh, bow waves or wakes and so forth, that's all HMCS Montreal. We dropped our CGI ships into it. And I had to laugh afterwards because when I was an officer in uniform, I couldn't phone Ottawa up and say, hey, guys, I need a frigate. Can I have one? But <laughs> when we made the call as uh, as technical advisor for a Tom Hanks World War II movie, they were pretty eager to uh, to cooperate. Which leads me to the question I think a lot of people are wondering, how does a Canadian living in Midland, um, who originally served as an officer in the Royal Canadian Navy, become so close to a major Hollywood star and, uh, and you know, like Tom Hanks, the guy's a mastermind. Uh, where did that start and how did you become such close working partners? I mean, clearly your trusted colleague, if he's going to say, here's the script I've adapted, you tell me where I'm right, where I'm wrong. 
Yeah, um, it, it was a long road uh, to this particular project. Uh, I began working in films in uh, 1992, actually for television, for uh, first a, a commercial for the uh, Canadian uh, or for the Ontario government about historic sites, and later uh, for a, a TV series called uh, War of 1812. It's been a long road, uh, but uh, one uh, works hard. Uh, hopefully, leaves a good impression with each project, and then. For this particular project, uh, one of the producers is a Canadian named David Coatsworth, who's done many jobs with uh, Hanks over the years. And I'd worked with him twice before, uh, once on a film called The Crossing, and more recently on one called American Gods for streaming television. And literally, Kelly, I was uh, lying on my couch one evening in 2017, and uh, I'd fallen asleep watching TV because my wife was away visiting family. And I looked up my iPhone after midnight before going to bed and saw a message from David saying, call me now, that had come in 40 minutes earlier. So I phoned him, and about a minute and seven seconds later, I'd said yes to joining his uh, his production, working for Tom Hanks. Do you think, that, you know, I, I'm guessing you've seen the finished product because it starts streaming tomorrow on Apple. This is the Tom Hanks film. Uh, it streams on Apple TV. It's called Greyhound. Do you think that it's Oscar worthy? I know you're very closely connected, but the, the trailer makes it look like it's got all of, it hits all the notes. Kelly, one thing I've learned in this business <clears throat> is never to make predictions like that because it's bad luck. So all right. uh, I'll say I was very proud to work with a, uh, a crew of brilliant people that I was working very hard to keep up with. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'll look forward to seeing how the chips fall afterwards. All right. Well, I thank you for your time, Gordon. It's a fascinating story, and uh, I love the fact that it's got such a, a Canadian connection. Thanks so much for joining us on the program. You're very welcome.